Hello, this is Richard C. Wilson at the Family Office Club, and we have with us here today Jonathan from Fort Lauderdale. Welcome, Jonathan. Thank you. Uh, what type of an investment firm do you run, or what type of an investor are you? So we are an investment management company where our client base is all institutional, um, and we run private vehicles for those institutions that invest money principally in frontier and emerging markets. Okay, great. And how did you first get started in that? Because most people um, that I speak to are wealth managers or private investors or single family offices. And um, we haven't interviewed anybody out of the 80 who, who have your focus at the institutional level, but also global, kind of a global mandate. How'd you get started in that area? <laughs> well, uh, a very long time ago. So um, I moved to the United States from England in 1988. And then in 1990, I actually started the sales trading research business at that time in the Latin American markets for HSBK, uh, Hong Kong Shanghai Banking Group, uh, up in New York. And uh, then we expanded our activities uh, into uh, Eastern Europe, Russia, uh, Africa, and, and, and then eventually into the smaller markets of Southeast Asia. Uh, so I've been uh, involved in these markets now for... Uh, for 30 years, um, both on the quote broker dealer investment banking side, as well as obviously for the last 20 odd years as an investment manager investing in these markets. Sure. And um, in terms of the type of industries you're focused on, are there three to five or five to seven where you spend all of your time, or how, how focused is it mandate wise? Um, so the mandate is very broad. Um, so we're not. Uh, industry or sector focused i mean in essence what we're trying to do investing in the frontier markets is to exploit a few things one is informational inefficiency so people not understanding how these countries work what their political situations are what their economic situations are lack of information on that then in addition a lack of information about companies that operate in these countries places like bangladesh pakistan Vietnam, and I think those types of names can sometimes uh, create a fear amongst uh, investors. And our is to actually realize that the fears are overdone, uh, the realities are actually rather different, and that you can get the opportunity to invest in very high quality companies with very good management teams, very robustly structured. Of course, they have to be well managed and carefully managed because. They do live in volatile environments, uh, but they tend to be better managers as a result. And so what we really end up looking for is uh, what, I would, what we call AAA quality companies that are valued at, at C levels because they are in countries that people don't understand or are fearful of. And then as the cycles develop, people get more used to the idea that, for example, Vietnam is actually a very good place to invest, an exciting place to invest, particularly stay, uh, good economic policies, growing fast. In fact, this year is one of the few countries that is going to uh, demonstrate growth in the second quarter, unlike most other countries in the world. So that's really what we're trying to do in terms of, uh, un we understand the risks uh, and we mitigate those risks and we can invest in very good companies. Right, right, okay, makes sense. Um, so it seems like the mandate is very broad. If you look back at 
all the deals that you've worked on or gotten to a close or the deals that went best, um, are they grouped in an area where like, oh, you know what, consumer product deals or food deals or manufacturing, is there an area where all else equal, it just goes easier and faster and people say yes much more often? It, it can do. And, and obviously the story of a lot of these frontier markets is that you have large young populations that are urbanizing. Uh, they're getting more cash in their pocket. So yes, the long-term strategic play is in consumer product type companies. And indeed, we have investments in those areas. Uh, but in addition, you invest in banks, which obviously generally provide a geared uh, exposure to economic growth. Uh, we invest in cement companies. Um, we invest in a whole variety of companies that basically play to the superior growth that we have seen and I think will continue to see in these countries. Sure. Great. Well, I appreciate having you on here. You know, we keep these interviews really short, but I think it'd be great to have you on one of our virtual investor discussion panels where we focus on uh, international private equity or on negotiating or structuring deals. I would imagine with your global exposure to deal making and your experience that you've seen some structures and deal you know, uh, negotiations that are much different than what most people maybe that just have their U.S you know, blinders yeah. on, you know, might be exposed to. So I'd love to yeah. have uh, our team follow up with some uh, yeah. discussion panel topics and have you as part of that at some point. Um, if anyone would like to get in touch with Jonathan, you know, just let our team know if you're a member of the family office club, that's the point of doing these quick interviews. So you don't just look at someone's LinkedIn profile and wonder who they really are or if their profile is updated. Uh, it's a way to make connections with investors when most of us can't go to conferences or the events are going to be much smaller for the time being for the next year or two, it seems. So I appreciate your time here, Jonathan. My pleasure. Thank you for uh, hosting and uh, look forward to chatting with you further. Sure. Yeah, take care. All right. Thank you very much.